Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, or on the Anchor Contest Line, or in my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Should the Cubs Have Played? And ask me questions if I was confusing. It's interesting that it's now to the point of, should the Cubs have played on Wednesday night is a question. Obviously, NBA games were NBA playoff games were not played last night. Three major league games were called off. Jason Hayward sat out of well, did not play on Wednesday night. The standard protocol term is. Hayward was a healthy scratch, but we it's pretty much a given that the reason he didn't play was because of a degree of unease slash protest regarding civic activities going on in the country. I think with the Cubs playing on Wednesday, a huge portion of it, a huge portion of it was the time zone in which they were playing. The Cubs-Tigers game was scheduled to start at 10 after 6. By about 6 o'clock, the Brewers and Reds had both decided to call off their game. It was probably a decent chunk mutual with it going through the Brewers first. When you're talking about not playing a game, there are Discussions going both ways, because while the Bucks and the Brewers were certainly interested in making their statement, which I'm completely good with them making, teams don't want to forfeit. Teams don't want to forfeit. Sometimes it gets to the point where teams don't really care if they forfeit. But that usually comes at a little bit later state than the Cubs and the Red the Cubs and the Tigers were playing at. The Cubs are having a relatively good season in part because The Brewers are struggling, the Reds are struggling, and the Pirates are largely terrible. 
That's a large part of why the Cubs are doing so well this year. If the Cubs were having to play against um, the Tampa Bay Rays and a healthy Yankees team and a Dodgers squad that's really good, the Cubs record wouldn't be as good. However, the Cubs have been playing against a bunch of teams that have been struggling. And the Cubs would like to get to the playoffs because that's part of the goal of the entire season. And the entire thing of this might be about the last go-around for the core. There is discussion about... This is a hard one. This is a hard one. I'm not exactly sure how this is going. So if it sounds like I'm making it up as I go along entirely, that's kind of accurate. Jason Hayward was obviously... I'll use the term impacted. I don't like the term impacted by what went on in Kenosha. The Cubs are quite team-like, and Anthony Rizzo was rather vocal in his frustration of how things are continuing to go exactly as things have always gone. And... Um, made some comments towards politicians that uh, are not entirely inaccurate. I was a bit frustrated overnight with people who were overplaying the importance of Wednesday night's game. I'm of a mindset where, let's say you have a dial of 1 to 10. 1 is very quiet, 10 is very loud. And you might even have a 0, which is entirely quiet. And, you know, it's like, like one of those uh, audio knobs, as far as how loud do you want to turn it up. And some people seem to think you should always have the volume turned up to 8, 9, or 10. If you have the volume turned up to 8, it's generally rather quiet. I consider the entire range ought to be being used. And a game like last night's is largely non-representative of what's going on with the team. The game was largely unrepresentative. The scene is very important. The scene around the team is very important. How the game played out is quite unimportant. Now, that's... The team, if the Cubs as a team are still a family and are still all on the same page 
there's another one of those cliches that ends up getting used quite a bit in these times. If the Cubs are all still, as a team, respecting each other, the team's fine. And I think that the players on the team respect Anthony Rizzo, respect Jason Hayward, respect John John Lester. I think the respect on the team is still there. And as of today, that's the important thing. In some teams with, for instance, I don't know if you saw the video clip of Dom Smith from the Mets. He went up to the podium and had a bit of an emotional moment. And based on people who follow the Mets more closely than I do, after he had his moment, it didn't appear that a whole lot of the Mets white players had his back. Right now, the important aspect with a lot of teams is not oh my goodness, this guy's only hitting 227, this guy's hitting 189. Is the team a unit? Is the team currently as composed a unit? Are they all pushing in the same direction? If all the people on the team are all pushing in the same direction, then the team is probably fairly well off. If the team is 25 different individuals all showing up at game time, and then after the game they go home and do whatever they're doing and respond to events in society in their own little way, then they are less of a team unit and there may be trouble brewing. I can't really get jovial today. I can't. It's it's not there. Maybe it will be there sometime. But I do appreciate you guys listening. And if you're interested in sharing a podcast with a friend, feel free to do that. This might not be the one to do it with. Um, Anchor also allows sponsorships if you're interested in that sort of an angle. But I do appreciate you listening. Back in the day, and possibly very recently, teams were an entirely diversionary concept. People would go off and do whatever it was they did, and then they'd show up at the venue for five hours. Then after the game was over, they'd hop into 25 different cabs and drive back to their place of residence. That used to be how it was. One of the pinnacles of that was the 1986 Mets. The 86 Mets, and not just that specific year, but that entire run of team, team that had um, 
Keith Hernandez and Gary Carter and Mookie Wilson and Ray Knight and them, Daryl Strawberry. Those players really didn't gel as an organization. They were just really good players that came together and were better than the other teams on the field. Some people in society think that's the way it should be to this day. It should be, uh, I go to my job, I do my job, I come home, I flip on the game, and these darn robot people ought to play to amuse me. That's the mindset of some. And others are realizing there are some real problems in society that have been around for years and decades and arguably centuries. And those concerns haven't been dealt with. And until those problems are dealt with, other things become secondary. And it's kind of getting there. It's kind of getting there where people are realizing, athletes are realizing, especially on the NBA side, people are using us as a diversionary tactic while not giving us the time of day outside of the playing field. And that's no longer entirely acceptable. And I'm good with that mindset, especially on the NBA side. There is talk that the, what was it? There's 16 teams in the playoffs, something like that. And, uh, a number of them, uh, the, both the Clippers and the Lakers, have apparently said, we're done. The NBA postseason will go on without us. That's, that's reality. That's the world. That's where people are now. That's where athletes are now. That's where performers are now. It's more about athletes doing what they can, realizing that they can make life uneasy for people who don't consider athletes to be individuals. For many years, there has been a stick-to-sports crowd. I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do in my world. I'm going to come home. Don't talk about objecting to this. Don't talk about civics. Don't talk about um, any of that kind of stuff. I just want to watch somebody tackle somebody or somebody hit a baseball or somebody dribble. I want to watch my game. I want the announcers to tell me about the game. And I don't want to have any talk about civics and players are starting to realize 
that they can cause people to have to talk about civics. I don't know where this is going. There are a number of things going on right now that should be distressing. And whether the Cubs' bullpen had a good inning or a horrible inning in the sixth against a Tigers team that lost 114 games last year, it's really kind of incidental. There's a whole lot of stuff that's getting sorted through. There were the incidents in Kenosha on top of other incidents. And I was talking to somebody and they said, and quite a few people seem to be forgetting about the incoming Hurricane Karen for Houston which could be worse than most of the ones that we've heard of from before. And people want to say that it's really problematic that this is going on with the Cubs or that's going on with the Cubs on the field. No, right now, what's going on with the Cubs on the field is rather incidental. It's very incidental if the Cubs play 50-50 ball from here to the end of the season, they'll make the playoffs. Yay. And it could be that the Cardinals are better than the Cubs. You know, is that, uh, is that a thing to get terribly concerned about right now? that the 2020 Cardinals might be better than the 2020 Cubs. Well, we knew that the 2020 Cardinals might be better than the 2020 Cubs back a couple months ago. It, it all It's all going to depend. You know, if the Cardinals stay healthy, and uh, they might end up winning, especially if the, some of the Cubs hitters don't come around. But right now, there are bigger things to sort through. There are bigger things to sort through, and... Some people in the country don't want the issues that Jason Hayward and certain other players are pushing. Dom Smith. Some people don't want those issues to be addressed. Some people like how it's been. Some people think that the way it's been isn't necessarily appropriate. And day by day, hour by hour, week by week, we're pushing through and a number of people in the sports world are realizing that they have a bit more pull on society than they thought they did. And I'm sorry this isn't a cheerful, happy podcast today, but uh, sometimes that's how it goes. The series against the Reds, 
I have some thoughts on it, which I'll get to with a, in a future pod today or tomorrow. Um, there's a lot of stuff to sort through. And regardless where you are in your world, you probably know what the, what the concerns are. And you're either upset that those issues haven't been dealt with. Or you might be upset that someone's trying to deal with them now. And I think that's where most of us are right now. We, we're starting to realize that, yeah, this stuff that's gone on for decades and centuries, it's starting to come to a head. And the, I'm I'm going to I'm going to post this podcast, but it's really not cheerful. It's really not happy. It's really not joyous. But right now, there are bigger things in life than um, is David Bodie good enough to be a third baseman? That's there are much 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 bigger things than that. And uh, seeing as the Cubs have recently fired coaches and other not and scouts and non-player personnel. It's not a good week. It's not a good week anywhere. And keep by your Twitter. Keep by your Twitter. See what's going on. Uh, it's really hard doing this podcast today. And I'm very tempted to, at the last minute, cancel this one and not do it. Hit the big X stop and cancel it. But I think it's important for you to know that I personally, as a sports fan, as a human being, as a participant in the globe, as it were, there are things that ought to be being talked about, ought to be being thought about, and they're hard for all of us. They don't podcast well. They don't necessarily fit really easily onto an ESPN soundbite. And maybe at 6 p.m., Maybe once games start up again tonight, there'll be some stuff I want to talk about. But as of right now, it's really frustrating. It's frustrating for various number of reasons. And I can't give you any closure today. I can't give you any closure today. It's difficult to talk. It's really difficult to talk about the upcoming trade deadline with the things that are going on in society. I have some trade. I have one specific trade deadline issue that I'd like to get to that tang tangentially involves the Cubs, but right now, this specific podcast, 
isn't about that. Examine your world. How do you want your world to be? How do you want to represent your world? These are... If I were to say these are dark times, they're dark because there's a whole lot of stuff going on in the background. And we're finally acknowledging a lot of the stuff in the background that should have been going on for a really long time. We're acknowledging that now. And it's like we're being time warped and we're going to end up somewhere different, but we don't know where that is. Um, I, I, I don't... I, I don't know how important baseball is going to be in 72 hours. I'm glad the Cubs have today off. I'm glad the Cubs have today off and come Friday night when they're playing their next game, we'll see how that plays. But as of right now, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of static going on. And perhaps the static needs to have a lot more attention paid to it. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll try to post another podcast as circumstances warrant, and hopefully it will be more cheerful and joyful than this one. I do apologize. I'll attempt to make that one worth your time. Be safe. Go Cubs go. And be nice to people.